Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and strange events of the UFO legend and lore. And today I want to finish up a part two to the truth episode. And I realized that there were some pieces of the story that I didn't include, and I definitely wanted to include them because I think that they're really important, as well as just to to finalize and wrap it up. Uh, it was a little bit of a longer podcast. It was about 25 minutes, and most people like to keep it to a, to about 20 minutes. So this one may be short, but it's kind of a follow-up recap um, to uh, the Thomas Castellano Castellano um, story, um, the man who worked in the Dolce base and um, had the experience of being a security uh, security uh, monitor operator, basically fixed the video cameras in the uh, throughout the entire underground base and encountered um, not only reptilian aliens but also gray aliens um, and unfortunately was embattled in a what is called the Dolce War, uh, which killed many humans uh, as well as aliens alike. But what's interesting <clears throat> and what I wanted to finish up on um, was a little bit more description about what's called Nightmare Hall and about what the uh, deep underground military base of Dolce Base is. <clears throat> and, you know, when we were talking about Dolce last time, um, it's it is described as being built into the side of a mountain. It 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 basically looks like a dirt mountain. You can't see the base at all. Um, it just looks like the rest of the terrain. Um, and some of the Native Americans will not speak of anything that goes on down there because. The Native Americans who live down there state that once they start to speak of it, it becomes reality and then it becomes uh, violent and aggressive in nature towards them. So they don't want to speak about anything that happens in the base or around the base. Um, but what's interesting is, you know, I watched UFO hunters back in the day and they did an episode on Dolce Base and they, they went down there and they were able to find venting pipes that were coming out of um different mountainous areas there that had no purpose being there whatsoever. So they did find the base, uh, but they didn't get in or even see any military uh, personnel whatsoever. So the entry point must be somewhere else completely. Um, but from Thomas's uh, report, uh, it'll, it at least goes down seven levels, seven, seven different levels, and each level has a different purpose um, some levels have the purpose of um, working on human-alien hybrids. Some have uh, the purpose of just doing chemical work on uh, these, these caged humans. And um, others uh, are even more nightmarish, uh, according to uh, Thomas Castellano. Now... <clears throat> After the war happened, um, he was able to get back uh, in. He didn't quit his position because obviously they still needed to rebuild this this base and, and fix and continue their experiments because although the war occurred inside the tunnels, 
it didn't it didn't free a bunch of people or free these poor people in these experiments. They were still there, and a lot of the equipment was still there, so they still did their work. Um, and he went back. <clears throat> he knew he should leave the job. He knew that for a fact. Um, he felt like um, he wanted to escape. <laughs> he wanted to get out of the situation. Um, but, uh, but he felt like there was just no way of, of getting, getting out of it. Uh, in 1979, intense pressure brought Thomas to the brink and to break his code of silence. And he told his best friend by a hand-passed note that he was working in a subsurface, huge installation just outside of Dulce, New Mexico. And he told his friend that he was working side-by-side side with gray aliens that consider themselves native Terrans, which means they're native to Earth, and that the upside-down black triangle with inverted gold-colored T inside it was the insignia of the project. So an upside-down black triangle with an inverted T was the insignia of the project. <clears throat> Thomas knew that he had to leave this job. He just couldn't stay there uh, for his own peace of mind. Uh, however, he knew the truth about the abductees being held below, and he knew it was impossible for him to live a normal life. It would be impossible. Uh, he knew he would always be under constant observation and threat until the day he died. And he was also aware that old age might not just be the only thing that kills him. These guys might actually take him out um, if needed or if necessary if he said too much. So after one of the weekends away from the facility, he decided to return to work. <clears throat> this time, though, one of the less guarded air shafts unannounced. Oh, he went in. <laughs> he went in through one of the less guarded uh, air shafts uh, unannounced and into the base uh, through a secret passage. Now, I guess he would know this because he was a security um surveillance you know expert in the base and would know the ins and outs and what was under surveillance and what wasn't so i guess that kind of makes sense that he could actually do this according to the story uh, once inside uh, he proceeded to appear as if he was working on his normal duties and while taking charge of every thought as he passed the grays during his time inside the base he removed still photographs basically just photographs of the facility. He removed signed treaties with authentic signatures between California Governor Ronald Reagan at the time and several, several other individuals and grays. Now, it says California Governor. I guess he wasn't president until the 80s, which is interesting. Why would they need a signature from Ronald Reagan if he was a Californian governor? Did they know he was going to become president? It's an interesting question. <clears throat> Maybe they knew and they needed to have signatures from future presidents to ensure that their base wasn't going to have any problems. So Thomas also managed to re retrieve a seven-minute black-and-white surveillance video of genetic experiments on caged humans uh, grays, as well as schematics of the alien devices and complex genetic formulas. These items, he felt, 
were not his were not only his only chance uh, at a seat at the bargaining table if something happened, uh, but they were also things that he wanted the public to know about, which I found was kind of interesting. I mean, not only did he need a bargaining chip, but he wanted to let people know, he wanted to get this information out. So he made copies of the films, photos, and paperwork, and packed several packages and instructed several different people who he trusted explicitly to bury or hide them until the right time. And according to this, uh, it states that he he was then made aware through certain sources that his wife, Kathy, and son, Eric, had been forcibly taken from their home to an undisclosed underground facility for safe holding until he decided to return all the items. At this point, he knew that even if he did return everything to the Dolce commanders, that his wife and son were probably never going to be the same again, if even returned at all. And after being manipulated by aggressive mind control, according to him, uh, he felt that it just wouldn't be it wouldn't be worth it. And so he also knew that he and his family would most definitely become permanently missing due to some fra- tragic accident. Thomas was at a zero option. He quickly dissolved into a lonely life on the run from state to state, border to border, motels to sofas, always looking behind him and trying his best to look ahead. Because if you think about this for a second, you know, he knows the ins and outs of that location. He knows the ins and outs of the people that were in the base. He knew the ins and outs of what was going on uh, experiment-wise with these people. And he knew some of the people because he talked to some of these individuals who were in the caged environments and that they just ended up missing. So this poor guy knew that it didn't matter if he brought the stuff back or not. He was a dead man. And that his family was probably, if not dead already, they they would never be safe. Uh, he had a decision to make that was really difficult. Uh, you know, who who's to say if he was right or wrong? Um, but clearly, this underground base didn't care about who they were kidnapping and, and who they were bringing in. And... Uh, that was obviously a very difficult decision for him. But I thought that that was fantastic, interesting. Um, you know, and if he was really on the run for such a long time, um, you know, he would constantly have to be on the run because the Greys, if they are able to have such the such the mind control and such the uh, telepathic communication, um you know, given that our remote viewers, our own government had remote viewers who could locate people um, based with our limited biology and evolution, the Greys should have been able to, to locate this guy relatively easy, easily and take him out or at least force him to bring back the documents. Um, so it's a, it's a really interesting story. Is it the truth? Is it what is actually happening or did it happen? At Dolce Base. Who is to say? Until we have facts and 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 photographs and evidence and someone coming forward to corroborate his story, it's only one person's story. He was never really truly interviewed. Um, 
there were packages that were sent out to individuals, and that's how we have some of the information. There are some drawings on the Internet of what he saw down there um, that were supposedly made by Thomas. Um, but again, you know, it's up to you. It's up to us as a public to make up our own decisions on what we're being told, what we see, and who's telling it to us, and make up our own mind as to what the truth truly is. Are they really out there? Like Fox Mulder and Scully state, do they truly believe? Do we truly believe? We want to believe. The truth is out there. And it's up to you to make a decision on whether or not you believe in it or not. Until next time, it's Lockdown Universe signing off. Take care.